hi besties if i sound like a smoker with a throat infection that's because it's 7am and i just woke up so there's that let's do our weekly update so first things first i'm going to hype myself up here because my spotify playlist is currently on 11,000 likes and it really was the ego boost i did not need because now i'm like period i have the best taste in music like nobody can tell me anything i'm untouchable right now second thing is soul cycles reopening and you guys know like for the past three months it hasn't been open and I've said that I'm very upset about it not being open you know I love that place and then they announced that they're reopening and I had a full-blown panic attack it was the worst panic attack I've had in over a year and I say this not for sympathy like I really don't care for that but it's so important that people know that it's normal to be anxious about the world reopening. And it wasn't until I had that panic attack that I was like, oh fuck, like I'm terrified, like I'm really scared. And I like knew that I wouldn't be going clubbing or anything like that, like that's just not my cup of tea. And I feel like people didn't really get it because I obviously love Soul Cycles so much, but I was just so scared and I was like, I don't want to book a bike, I'm not going to do it. And then I like saw that there was one bike left in the first class back so I booked it and my mom was like do it because if you don't you'll regret it and I tried everything like I went on a run to calm my anxiety down even though my leg is still injured and I shouldn't have done that but I had a few white claws you know I was trying to really calm myself down and I was just panicking so badly because I just haven't been around that many people in months and I'm very scared and I don't know. I bought myself a new workout kit and a hoodie and like some new socks so I can walk in like a new bad bitch. But I'm still scared. And I just want you to know like if you're worried or anxious about the world reopening, that's fine. Like that's so normal. We haven't seen people in three months. I mean, if you've been following lockdown rules, like I saw my friend and four other people to like have a little belated birthday celebration the other day. Not my birthday. And I was anxious the whole train journey there because I was like, oh my God, there are so many people. It was fine. So I know that like eventually I'll be okay. And I hope that if you feel anxious about the world reopening, you know that eventually you'll be okay. But we've just got to take time. It's fine. We'll get through this. We've done this twice, three times already. So we'll be okay. We'll get through it. But yeah, I've been a busy girl this week. That's why I'm filming this so early. I've been so fucking busy which is so weird because like, I'm a stay-at-home daughter and I don't really pay attention to uni. So realistically, I just wake up and vibe. And now I've had shit to do, like emails to answer and job stuff, I guess. And I'm like, fuck, 22, eh? What a fucking crazy one. But anywho, I wanted to talk about like making art and art in the non-traditional sense because people think of art and they're like paintings and photography and blah 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 and those things are fucking awesome like I love me a good trip to a gallery but that's not the art I'm talking about I'm talking about the art that you make for yourself and the art that you make for others in everyday life whether that's your social media whether that's the way you portray yourself to the world whether that's writing and for me it's always been writing writing has always been my biggest form of art my favorite form of art Um, I write a lot. Sometimes I write for other people and other platforms. And most times I write for myself. I literally have about eight journals sat in front of me right now. Like I just love writing. And it's the way that I express myself the clearest and the most authentically. And I don't know, there's just something about putting pen to paper and pouring my heart out that makes me feel so much lighter. 
And I like to think that if some of those words help someone else make sense of their world, that's amazing. But I know that even if it doesn't, it helped me make sense of my world. And I think that's the most important part. I think everything that you do in this life should be for you. If it helps other people on the way, that's incredible. But did it help you? Did it help you grow? Did it help you understand your emotions? And so when I say make art and I talk about all these different categories, like the way you portray yourself, social media, writing, photography, whatever your art form is, make it because somebody will need it. And that's okay if that somebody is just you. That's perfectly fine. Like my favorite thing is people's Instagrams who are just so, so for themselves. Like they're just being so authentic, their captions are funny as fuck, or they're really profound, but they don't care. And those are the Instagrams that like, as much as I do really despise that app, those are the Instagrams that I'm like, fuck, okay, humanity is great sometimes. Sometimes, let me add the sometimes. Because people read those posts and they're like, okay, amongst the fake facade of social media, there are some people being authentic. And they make people feel seen. And that's why I always try to be so authentic on Instagram because it's the only form of social media I have besides TikTok. But I hate the facades on there. I hate that everyone's so happy and everyone's so like in your face about their happiness. And that probably makes me sound like a bitch. But what I mean is that life isn't like that. Nobody's happy all the time. And I know that my Instagram feed is literally fucking smiles, sunshine, and coffee. But I'm not going to put a picture of me crying on my Instagram feed, but yeah, I will fucking put on my story that I'm having a mental breakdown and not for sympathy, just so someone else knows that it's okay. Like it's fine because I feel like if you watch my story in like a non-lockdown world, I like wake up, get a coffee, go to SoulCycle, get a green juice, go for dinner at the Hoxton Grill, like do all these things that someone else might see and be like, oh fuck, I wish I did that. But like, I still suffer with anxiety. Like I still get really sad sometimes. Like that's the reality of it. And so I think that if you're going to use Instagram as your outlet, you kind of owe it to people to be real. That's just my personal take though. Not everyone believes that, which is fine. It's fine. If you just want to be a fake version of yourself online, you do you. I just believe that we owe it to each other to let each other know that we're all in this together. And though, yes, your art and your social media and your portrayal of yourself should be for you. I think that there is genuinely something so healing about being authentic with your emotions because we live in a world where we're taught to suppress them and hide them and showing them to people is just so like, you guys know, like if, Oh my God, if a guy's emotional, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get down on one knee and propose to you. Because I'm just like, it's so rare and it shouldn't be rare. Like it really shouldn't be rare to be open about your emotions because we go through shit. Okay. Everyone goes through shit. Life is not just one uphill climb for anyone. Is it uphill climb? Down is up. The fuck? I need to stop with these idioms because I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, life isn't just all smiles for everybody. And I feel like talking about that and having those conversations with the people that you love and respect enough to like have on social media. I don't know if you just follow a shit ton of people, but like you clearly have some friends or maybe even family on there. Just be real, like get the conversations going, you know? And I think that something that we all need reminding of sometimes is that you exist in so many places, you and your art. And I'm just going to start referring to that like collective as just you because you are your art. 
But like you exist in so many places and in so many lives and you've touched and shaped so many people without even knowing even failed friendships or previous relationships or people that you've just like smiled at on your way to school. You've touched someone's life without knowing. And that's how we as a society then learn human interaction and learn what the correct etiquette and social behaviors are. And that's why I personally think that like showing who you are on social media like who you truly are on social media is really important because it sets precedent for everybody else. And it's kind of weird that we're now living in this social media age because that's what society is. Like that's a big part of society. But in the same way that smiling at strangers or being nice to people in your local grocery store changes their mood and puts them in a good mood for the day and then sets precedent for how people should treat others is exactly what happens on social media. Like if everybody's just being fake, then everyone's going to continue being fake and no one's going to show who they really are because they feel like the minority. But if there's like the snowball effect of people being real and saying like, yeah, like my mental health's bad or yeah, I gained weight and I'm not happy about it, but you know, that's life. Then we can, we can start to feel less insecure because like one of the biggest things for me is like when people just pretend that they just don't feel anything and I know that that's a defense mechanism because I've been that person but I was never that person online like I would just not say anything you know because I just think it has a really bad effect on other people and I think it has a bad effect on you like even if you don't want to care about what other people think I genuinely think that pretending to be happy all the time is not good for you and if you do that through social media you really do set yourself up for failure because then you have this idea in your head, like not only do other people have this idea in their head of you, but you have this idea in your head that you're this happy person. And I feel like that makes sadness come down in the biggest crash. Like it's just so unexpected because in your own head, you're not that person. It's wild. It's fucking wild. Also slight tangent, not really, but yes. Um, I was having this conversation the other day about like being destined for more than you see in this world. And we live in an age where, like, jobs are literally being pulled out of people's asses. Like, there is a new job and career every single fucking day, especially in the age of social media. And I know that, like, a lot of people that listen to this are about my age and in that kind of weird point in life where you need to figure out a career because there's so much pressure on being an adult, but you're still kind of a kid and it's just very strange and weird. But if you need someone to say it so you can hear it, let me be that person. If you deep down feel like you're destined for more than what this world has to offer, go and fucking get it. Go and fucking get it and do not stop until you do. Because like I genuinely watched everyone around me get jobs and I was like, fuck, like I'm not doing anything. And I was so pissed because I was like, I I need to do something. Like I need to have financial security. I need a job. I need to move out. Like I need to do all these things. And things will fall into place, but you do have to work for them. Like there's a balance in between, but they don't have to happen at the same time as everyone else. And I think like when you hit like 18, everyone expects you to make a decision like job or uni. And then when you hit 21, if you went to uni, they're like, okay, what's your postgrad job? But you don't have to fit that mold. That's just a mold created by people who choose to live the quote-unquote traditional life and I say traditional because it's kind of like the nuclear family in a way like the nuclear family is 
the precedent for all families, but there are so many families that don't live like that and they live a perfectly fine, happy life, you know? But people refer to the nuclear family as like the traditional family, even though it's very outdated. But that's the same with like careers and school. People think the traditional way is to get your degree and get a post-grad job. But I don't know, I feel like maybe it's because of the people that I've met within the last few years who did degrees in one thing and then just did something else that I've been really inspired to just figure this shit out. And I really do feel like I cannot be alone in thinking that I'm just destined for more than that. And it's not narcissistic. It's really not. I just know. You fucking know. Like, you know yourself more than anyone. So if you feel that, you feel that. Like, no one can tell you any differently. People laugh. Fine. Fuck them. Like, have fun in a job that you hate. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. Like, oh, life is so fucking crazy, isn't it? I know. That's like such a stupid statement because, duh, like everyone thinks life is crazy, but it's genuinely just so weird when you have to do it as an adult. Like the other day I was just like, fuck, I miss being a kid because picking three meals to eat every day is difficult. Like, where's my parents giving me like smiley potato waffles and dino nuggets but no now I have to make meals but I I don't because I can't fucking cook so I have to leave the house and go and get food every time but like if you have this idea of what you want and you know that you want more than what is being given to you right now your life can literally change in a year you just have to believe in yourself enough to know that you can get it and that's the biggest thing like belief in yourself because like no one's gonna root for you more than you root for yourself and so if you don't have that in your own head it's going to be real fucking difficult. It's going to be a real hard ride, but you can do it. Like, I believe in you. You can do this. you got this. On the topic of this, one mentality towards this that I don't enjoy is when people are like, your life is great. You just have to allow it to be, or you just have to believe it is because not everybody's life is great. I'm a strong believer that pain is subjective. I hate when people say things like, well, you shouldn't be sad because someone else has it worse. Like, how the fuck do you know? And like on an objective scale, which I don't think it can be done, but for argument's sake, let's say on an objective scale, yes, there will be some people who have a situation worse than yours, but you don't know how they feel about that situation. And so I don't think pain is something that you can compare. People's life and how they live it is not something you can compare because it's just so fucking different and how we feel and perceive emotion is just so different. And so that notion of like, your life is great, just believe it is, it just pisses me off basically, because I do think that everybody is capable of doing good things despite their circumstances, but sometimes it's really fucking hard to see that. And sometimes you don't realize how great you are because the life that you're living doesn't reflect that greatness. And that could be maybe the environment that you're in, or maybe you struggle with mental health or whatever the situation may be, sometimes your life isn't a reflection of you as a person and it doesn't reflect the goals and the ambition and the strength that you have because some people are honestly just given a bad life and it fucking sucks. And I am a strong believer that everything will be okay in the end, but I know that sometimes it really doesn't fucking feel like that. It really doesn't. And it's really hard to see that. And like, I'll be so real with you. I genuinely think that one of the reasons that I am not enjoying uni or, I mean, it's online now, but my first year, especially one of the reasons I just did not enjoy it is because I was so fucking depressed and I was so sad and I could not even see 
how amazing of an experience it was to be at uni. I was just so blind to it. And, you know, someone else could look at me and be like, you have nothing to be depressed about. Like, you're in one of the best unis in the country. You're doing a law degree. Like, you're financially stable. Yeah, cool. But my brain was hell. Like, my brain was honestly the worst thing in the world. And I did not want to wake up and have to deal with that every single day. And so for someone to sit there and be like, your life is great. You have nothing to be sad about. It's just the biggest piss take. Because also in that year, I did not think for a fucking second that I would be speaking on a podcast about things like that. You know, I, I didn't think I would have the opportunities that I've been given this year because I just did not see my own worth. And that's kind of similar to when people are like, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? And I know that that's a quote. I know, I know. That's just the only, that's the only quote that came to my mind. I know that's not the actual thing that people say, but you know what I mean? But yeah, when people say things like that, I'm like, that's not true because the battles that you deal with yourself and towards yourself are honestly personal and it's just your brain against yourself. And that doesn't mean that you don't have love because you struggle to love yourself. The fuck? Like, that is such a strange argument to me. What do you mean that people can't love other people because they don't love themselves? Sure, everybody should love themselves, but that's difficult, okay? Especially in this world. And like, I try so hard to just be so completely in love with myself, but there are still days that I wake up and I'm like, fucking hell, Mary, like, no. I put on a pair of running leggings the other day to go on a run, duh. And I just looked in the mirror and like, oh my God, and he cried. I was like, fuck, fuck, you can tell I haven't been working out, which is fine. Like, it is honestly fine. And I know it's fine, but we all have moments like that. We all have moments where we're like, oh shit. Like, I can hear the little voice in my brain being like, no, you're ugly. Some people can't silence it. That's just, honestly, that's just how it is. Like, it has nothing to do with strength. It has nothing to do with gratitude or anything like that. Sometimes your mind is honestly just the devil and it's really fucking difficult to see what's around you. And I don't think anybody should be punished or shamed for that. I think if you really struggle to love yourself, you are still capable of being loved by other people and you are capable of loving others. This idea that you have to be so in love with yourself in order to love anybody else is honestly mm, probably one of the things that keeps me awake at night. Like, I really hate when people say that. And I, it's the same way as when people are like, don't be sad. People have it worse than you. Fuck off. Literally, if anyone says that to you, just tell them to fuck off because ugh, that pisses me off so much because I know people who like have like a really fucking bad situation and they are so happy because their mindset is different and yeah there are those like what do you even call them like they're not even motivational people they're literally just influencers with a god complex but they're like it's all about mindset okay like it's, it's all about the way that you perceive the situation yeah okay but you cannot help what your brain thinks like what God, this this got really ranty. Sorry about that. You can tell that I've been keeping this one in for a while. I just think that's so important because like I I always knew that I didn't want a traditional job, right? Like talking about what I was talking about earlier. I always knew that I didn't want a traditional job. But I did it anyway. I went and went through the motions of like school and uni. And especially in that first year where I was so fucking miserable, I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna settle. As I'm just going to settle for a job in law because like I'm not good at anything else. And I was like struggling to see that I was great at other things. And that's why like I hate that idea that it's like you have a good life. You just have to believe it because sometimes you really can't. And basically that was a very long winded way of me saying that sometimes there will be moments that you cannot see 
how great you are. But I think for everybody who knows that they're destined for more than what they're doing right now, whether that's your job, whether that's the fact that you want to travel, whether it's anything really, I think that despite all circumstances, whether you're in a bad situation right now, whether you're in a bad headspace, there will be like a crack in the wall that shines through with light. And that light is a reminder that you're destined for more and you know you're destined for more. You won't always be able to see it, but you'll know it's there. You'll have subtle reminders. And I don't really like speaking that like highly of myself straight up because it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Yes, something I need to work on. But if you need an example, I genuinely say, like, look at me. And ah, that's so, oh God, that's so cringy to say. But like literally this time last year, no, fuck, the pandemic happened. Not this time last year, this time two years ago, like I gave up. I gave up on everything. I gave up on everything I loved. And I was just like, well, fuck it. I'm not worth anything. I'm not going to amount to anything. And I was like, I'm just going to get this law degree. And I literally said to myself, I was like, I'm going to pass with the bare fucking minimum. I was like, I'm not even going to try. And now I'm like, bitch, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get it. And I do think when I started seeing that life did change and like, that's kind of how manifestation works, whether you believe it or you don't, if you speak something out into the universe, it will fucking happen. You don't have to believe in manifestation, but that by itself, just the act of saying something out loud enough makes it fucking happen. Okay. Don't ask me for the psychology on it because I'm not that bitch. I'm not that good at psychology, but that's what I believe happens. But I also want to remind you that it's so okay if you're in that moment where you cannot see your worth. You will one day. And that should be enough to hold on. You will see how great you are one day. And I can't tell you when that day is, but it will come and you probably won't even notice it. You probably won't even notice that you're starting to realize how great you are until you're doing the things that you wanted to do. I know I could get kind of emotional talking about it because like I still have bad days. Of course I do. It's it's normal. Like I have bad days all the time. And sometimes I get annoyed at myself because I'm like, why are you having a bad day when good things are happening to you? But that's just not how life works. And when you think like that, you have to just remind yourself that you're human. You're allowed to feel sad even when happy things happen. And you're allowed to doubt yourself. And you're allowed to believe that you are worth every single great thing in this world because you are. And if you want it, you will get it. Yeah, that was like a rant and a motivational speech in one. So look at me, triple threat, ranter, motivational speaker, and anxious bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. um, Oh my God, I got so much shit to do. I do actually really want to do like an advice podcast. I said this back in like January and I just don't know how to do it. I don't know why I still get embarrassed about my um, podcast on my Instagram. I've tried to be so good about it and I'm like, oh, this is my podcast. But it's just like people I know in real life listening to this is so strange to me because I'm like, oh my God, I never even told you that I was like in a depressive pit. And then you hear it through my podcast. But yeah, now I'm starting not to give a fuck and I'm just putting on my Instagram and I'm like, this is something I love. This is my art and this is what I'm giving to the world. And uh, I guess, mm, what I was getting at is that I think I might put it on my Instagram saying that I want to do an advice episode where like people send in questions. I might do it on my TikTok. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Follow me on both and you'll find out, I guess. Anyways, I'm going to love you and leave you because I have shit to do because I'm a busy woman. Ugh. I'm going to get an acai bowl first though, because 
fuck yeah. That is such a good mentality. I'm going to get an acai bowl because fuck yeah. Hell yeah, Mary. Damn right. Anyways, I love you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode. Or if this was your first one, hi. Oh my God, wait, before I go, am I meant to start introducing myself at the beginning of every podcast? Like, actually let me know because in my head, I'm like, this is just two best friends having a chit chat, you know? And well, I guess it's a one-sided chit chat, but like you're my besties. I'm like giving you the weekly rundown, giving you my advice, giving you my experiences, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like if I started every podcast, I'm like, hi guys, I'm Mary. This is my podcast and life gets weird. I would just feel so fucking formal. And like, that's not me. I literally swear every other fucking word. So I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe in season two, we'll have an intro. Who fucking knows? But anyways, I'm actually going to go now. So love you guys. Bye.